So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your FM business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Javier. You already know that. If you're new to this episode, I am thankful for you to finding us. Hope that you actually are enjoying some of these episodes that we're publishing. Um, Something that I have not really celebrated is that we've published over 150 episodes um, already, and that's really exciting. Um, This podcast launched back in January of 2022, and we're already in... If you're listening to this, we're probably either at the end of June or beginning of July. So we're 18 months into this whole thing. And it's it's been exciting. Like over 150 episodes, I would venture to say that the most episodes launched for most podcasts is like 10 to 20, if that. And then they just die. And I, I've got like a lot now. I love to have like 500 episodes, like some of the, my peers that, not my peers, but people that I look up to have, and that would be great. So this is not about, you know, tooting my own horn. I just thought I would just kind of mention that, like, this is kind of cool. With that, what I want to do is I want to share three writing tips that's going to help you improve any of your writing, especially in facilities management. And, and you might be thinking like, are you just trying to word stuff? No, but... I'm going to be honest here. When I go at like, a, a, I've been doing a lot of website reviews recently and I'm like looking at the content. I'm like, man, this is kind of trashy. Like it's just like word stuffing and it's just, it does not, it, it, it's not good. Okay. So these three tips are going to help you clean up your, your IFM website. It's going to help you clean up your property management website correctly on how people are typically consuming content today. And if you follow these three tips, it's going to pay off dividends. You're going to actually like, man, I, I should probably start doing that. I, and, and I'll give you an example. Like today, I spent some time writing this new blog that we're, we're launching. Um, we got this big release that's going out here shortly. And with that, um, you know, I'm writing this and I'm like, okay, remove this, do this, change that. Like I ended up using ChatGPT to help me write the content. I didn't have them write all of it. They helped me kind of do some stuff and then I kind of put in our own way of like talking our own lingo because we kind of have a little fun with what we say. And so these three tips, you know, I actually put in, I put them into, into play every single time. And I remember a few years ago, I was having my sister um, who, who's got a master's degree. She's extremely intelligent, but not to knock my sister by any means. Like she, she thinks content should be a certain way and I have a certain way of how content should be. So when she was reading some stuff, she's like, this should be a paragraph. I'm like, mm, nah. She's like, this is not written correctly. I go, I don't really care. Like, first of all, you're not my audience. And second of all, um, like I'm writing for people that can like look at this quickly. And, and it, it, it kind of peeved her. And so, you know, it is what it is. So with that, let's go into this, um, these three things. So First one is stop using commas. And I know this is hard, like I have a hard time with it sometimes, but stop using commas. Like 
periods are the new commas. Okay, just think about that. Like a comma is equal to trying to stuff two ideas into one sentence, which I actually agree with. Okay, and if you pry off your commas um, and, you, and you stop using it, your writing is going to improve. You're going to get more concise writing. It's going to be like, okay, I'm going to write this and I'm going to do this like, like this. And so stop using commas, start using more periods. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I can't have 18 periods. So therefore I should probably break this up differently. I should rewrite this. Oh, what a thought. So, and I know this is weird, but like what you learned in college, should, you should almost like throw that away and just trash it. And if like, if you went to college to get like a, a marketing degree and, and, and you worked on, I don't know, writing and something like that, or you, you had an English degree, like throw that shit away. I'm not saying that those degrees don't matter. I, I'm saying what they're teaching isn't, rev, isn't prevalent to today on how people read stuff. And I'm gonna kind of cover all that right now in just a second, all right? So that's the first thing is that stop using commas and start using more periods, okay? It's gonna give you what is known as choppy copy, okay? And so when I heard this terminology a few years ago, I'm like, oh, I like that. And so I now write choppy copy. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm okay writing a sentence that is one word. I'm okay writing a sentence that's four words. I'm okay writing a sentence that's eight words. I'm okay with that because that's how we talk, okay? We, we talk in a way that is like, it's choppy, it's boom, to the point. And you might be saying like, well, people are just less educated today. This is ridiculous. They need to be more educated. You can judge what you want, but at the end of the day, you've got to work with what's been given to you. So whether you think they're less educated and they should be more educated, you're not, you were brought into this world to educate them uh, via like your amazing things that you write about and how you write. Like no one's like, man, I love where you put that comma in there. That comma was amazing. Such the, such a great way of how to use. I cannot believe it. Like no one's thinking that. They're thinking like, do I understand what this person is talking about? Does this make sense to me? Can I relate to this person? Like, can I flow through this quickly? Like, those are the things that they're thinking about. So learn how to write choppy copy. All right, so the best way of doing that is removing, removing commas, replacing it with periods, and, and just be okay writing choppier stuff, okay? All right, number two is use insanely specific copy. And here's, here's a great example. Um, is as I was doing website reviews for some facility companies, I'm like reading some of the copy and I'm like, man, this is trash. Like this is really, really bad. And what, what if the reason why I didn't like it is because it was very generic or is written in the format for like for SEO to like essentially make it more SEO friendly. And that is not specific. Now, I'm a sucker for SEO. I like it. I think it's it's effective. It works. But it shouldn't be the end-all be-all of how you write stuff. Like, you don't write like a robot. Like, you write like a human. And so, when you write copy, you, you need to basically, you know, you need to move 
away from like vagueness and, and go towards more specifics, okay? So if you're a facility management company, instead of saying like, you know, we service all facility managers, like be more specific. Like we service facility managers that are located in the Southeast state of Texas or in the South, you know, Southeast corner of Texas that need that are struggling with HVAC plumbing and handyman. And if you're like, well, we do all that. And then some, do I name every single trade? No, you just got to start learning how to get more specific with your copy. Like I can't do this for, I mean, I can, you can pay me if you want me to do it for you, but I can't do this for you. And so you need to edit your copy to be more specific as possible. So like example would be is if you were going to write, you know, ABC facilities is going to save you more time the easy way. Maybe instead of saying that you can just say ABC facilities will save you two hours per day. That's specific. Do you see what I'm saying? Like get to the fucking point. Don't dance around this. So you own like a great example would be is, is like your top salesperson. If you record them talking and pitching and, and actually actively pitching you record them and you start finding specifics as dialed in because they're going to make, they're going to tailor their conversation to exactly who they're talking to. And they're going to be very specific. You're going to be like, fuck man, this guy closes or this girl closes like, you know, four out of 10 every day, all day. You know, and maybe that's good for you guys. I don't know, but I'm just saying like, so take what they're saying and find a way to like basically write that out. You can use a product like Gong, for instance, to help you with that. And so when you get more specific with your copy, you start relating better with your people and then you start calling them out more specifically. So example would be like on your website, what you don't want to have is you don't want to have like passive stuff. You know, feel free to contact us. No, schedule an appointment. Like, like I, I can tell you a salesperson that's really good, that's worth their salt, isn't going to say, hey, if you're comfortable, just, you know, just feel free to call me whenever you want. They're going to be like, hey, you know what? Let's schedule a time right now. Like, I've got available Tuesday at 2 p.m. to do our follow-up discovery call where I'm going to learn a little bit more about this, this, and this. Does this work? Does that make sense? So you've got to get, you've got to start getting dialed in specific with your copy and you, you got to cut out the fluff. You, you can't have stuff in there that's like vague and fluffy and, and like, well, I don't want to be offensive. You're going to offend people that aren't going to even try to get offended. You're going to, you're going to find a way to offend them anyways. You got to cut to the chase. You can't use big jargon, big words you know, you, you can't do those. Like you gotta, you gotta write, like you've got to write a certain way. And, and for instance, at, at Rapmate, I make this very, I made this a key, key point when I first came on board where people are like, well, we don't want to say that. I'm like, no, no, we do. And they and they would be saying like, well, why? I go, do you know who our customer is? And they're like, yeah, it's, it's, it's this person. I go, it's Joe, the plumbers It's people that are blue collars. I'm not knocking them, but most blue collar workers don't have a four, four year degree or a master's degree. Okay. Not all, but most. All right. And if you do, congratulations, that's great. But like they typically went to some sort of vocational schooling. Okay. 
And I can tell you right now, vocational schooling isn't going to be like, okay, teach me on, you know, the four P's of marketing so that you, when you start your HVAC company, you're going to be amazing. No, they're going to fucking teach you how to like diagnose a, a, an RTU or something, right? So understand that you've got an audience and they think a certain, certain way. They say things a certain way. Now, you've got to like write like they read and write like they talk. You have to be very specific to the point so they can articulate it very quickly and be like, oh yeah, I know exactly what they're talking about. This makes complete sense. But as soon as you start going into this vagueness, they're like, what the hell are you saying? You sound overly intelligent like you're trying to be smart. And we all know those people that try to be smart, no one fucking trusts them. Nobody does. Anyone that tries to start to sound smarter than somebody else is untrustworthy. I'm serious. It's one of the reasons, I mean, like I, I cuss on my podcast because that is part of my personality, but I also make it a point in my podcast because like I don't want to be, I don't want to come across as higher than thou. Okay. And, and like I, I tell stories on here and I say like, and huh, and uh, and, and stuff like that because that's just how I communicate. That's just me. And then when people hear that, they're like, man, this dude's authentic. This dude's real. Okay. So you, you got to think about that. All right. Number three, you've got to write for skimmers. People online don't really read that much anymore. And so they skim. And you, again, you might be saying like, well, it's just it's like what I said. They're just, they don't read. They're less educated. So why should we put, put anything out there? No, you, they read. You just got to change. You can't just have a wall of text. You can't have like 18, you know, you know, sentences in this big giant paragraph. And I'm like, well, this is how we were taught in college. Scrap that. Like you got to write for, for skimmers. People need to be like, okay, I know what this is about. Yep. Get it. Yep. Got it. Yep. Got it. So it's one, two, three sentences per paragraph. And you're like, well, that doesn't really make sense. It does for skimmers. And I can tell you right now for myself, like me personally, whenever I'm reading blogs and, and, I, and I get cold emails, I'm like, oh my God. And I see these walls of text. I'm like, and now sometimes like I get so peed off. I'm like, dude, I don't know who reads these walls of text. And this one person replied back to me like, well, I was able to close this so-and-so account. I'm like, okay, whatever. Didn't work with me. And so what you got to understand is you got to know your audience. And I can tell you right now, like, Facility managers, they tend to be more like, I got to read quickly, boom, 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 boom. So what do you got to do? You got to use a lot of subheadlines. So you've got your headline, which is like the title of whatever you're writing about. And then sections like this is about this, this is about this, this is about this, this is about this. When you structure your website like that or your blogs like that, then people that visit your site be like, oh, this is about this. I know. So I already, I don't need that. No. Okay, perfect. I'll read this little section. Oh, interesting. And then they'll go up to the top again. Like, oh, I, I missed that. That's kind of cool. And they go to the bottom and they'll, and they'll start skimming around and jumping around your, your blog or your page because you've sectioned it out a certain way. That subhead, that subheading, it helps a lot. Write shorter paragraphs. As I was saying, I was reading this, um, reviewing this website and it was, I didn't like it. It was horrible. And they just had these giant, large paragraphs. And I'm just like, man, you guys are doing this wrong. Like, say less, say more with less words. 
be more be be more specific and you need to write shorter paragraphs and, and they weren't doing those things okay so you gotta understand that like your paragraphs one two three sentences max and i would even say that a sentence should be less than 20 words maybe even just 10 or less and again you might be like but that's not really good grammatically writing style you notice i just made periods in of those things be okay writing periods and replacing your commas with periods. Like, be okay with those things. Um, you need to have, like, takeaway lines. You know, bottom line, boom. Like, things that people are, like, you know, essentially to wrap it up, boom, and tell them. Like, this is why we're, we're the best. Boom. Like, takeaways that people can be like, oh, I can remember that. Oh, yeah, I can remember that. Oh, yeah, I can remember that. Like, for us, like, our takeaway is, like, rap mate. We print... We produce and we install vehicle wraps anywhere in the country. And that's uh, it's as simple as that. Like, like we print, produce, and install anywhere in the country. And then that's the big takeaway. It's easy for people to get that. When they go to our site, they're like, oh, I totally get this. This makes complete sense. Okay? And then you should also bold important points in your content as well, too. Whether it's on your website, or on blog posts, you can. You, I don't know if you can do this on LinkedIn, but I know you can do it on Facebook. But like, you can put like asterisks or whatever around things that like is supposed to model bolding on on whatever. But like bold things that are important or highlight it in a way, make it stand out. Okay, so those three things that I just covered will transform your copy overnight. And it's going to take you time if you're going to have to go through your website to fix this. But, but by, by simply following these three things, I guarantee your website will start having probably more engagement. I wouldn't be surprised if it starts increasing conversions where people are actually scheduling appointments or opting in or something. Okay, or calling. Right? But like your, your emails might even change better if you're writing in this style. So just understand that like, and I encourage our sales team to write a certain way as well too, because I know this is how people, you know, engage and, you know, they sometimes hit me back like, well, no one reads my emails. Like, well, no, they read them. They just skim it. And so we've got to write a certain way. And so just understand that like, what's important here is, is that you've got to adapt to your market. You can't criticize, you know, people not being as intelligent as they used to be like, like, you, you can't be like your fucking grandpa. Like, you know, back in my day, we walked up both hills. We walked up, you know, you know, in snow, uphill both ways. And, you know, one leg was walking. The other leg was selling Doritos or something. Like, you can't do that. You, you know, like, you can't be that person. You've just got to be like, all right, this is, this is what I'm working with and adapt. And then you becoming that early adopter, that adapter, like, okay, you can start taking leverage on this. All right, so... All right. I hope you guys found this um, valuable information. Um, this is an area that I enjoy. I, I love. I enjoy copywriting. I, it's it's a skill that I've gotten better and better because I work that muscle on a daily basis. Um, and and you should be doing the same as well too. And and if you're like, I'm just not really good at it. Take the time to do it, or just hire a copywriter because those people they can pump out some good stuff. All right. So. All right, three things at the end of my podcast I always ask for. Number one, give us a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you're enjoying this. Number two, please make sure um, you share this podcast with a colleague or a friend. So send them a DM or text message. Number three, if we're not connected on LinkedIn, 
reach out. Like ask me if there's a topic that you want me to cover or even a website that you want me to review, I'd be happy to do that. Um, and if I have reviewed your website and it sounds like I was bashing it, that wasn't the intent nor the goal, you know, like you could probably go to our website at ratmate.com and find things to bash as well too. Like there's stuff that I want to bash and take care of, but end of day, like, you know, it's all work in progress. And you, you know, the, the idea is that you take this information and you try to improve upon. All right. So thanks a lot. Have a great one. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.